welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 82. This is the episode after the Snyder Cut freaking mega episode that we had uh, in episode 81. And uh, yeah, we got a Suicide Squad trailer, which was, uh, if you guys didn't see my reaction, I fucking lost my fucking shit at the end of it, which I think was pretty awesome. We're going to be talking about that. We got some Batwoman news. Um, and then, of course, we got some comic stuff. It is a kind of a light week, but at least we got the Suicide Squad trailer. But since we did talk about the Snyderverse for two hours on the last one, I want to talk about this new movement or the continued movement of the Snyderverse that is called, I think it's called the hashtags Restore the Snyderverse. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I want to talk about this because obviously we've made it very clear we're both on different fences of this movement. Um, and I want to just talk about this because I had said from the start, and Clay can attest to this when I was like, it's never going to happen, bro. It's never going to fucking happen. That I always dream. said, <laughs> yeah, it's a pipe dream. My thing was, if you give them this movie, it's not going to change anything. Nothing will change because they will automatically say, we want more, 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 and it won't stop. And granted, a lot of people are like, no, we just want it, and then we're done. But as it showed, I think, what is it? What was the total on Twitter? 1.45 uh, million? So, so I, I looked at some analytics. Uh, and when I say I looked at some analytics, I looked at other people who was looking up the analytics. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a result, it peaked at 2.2 million mm-hmm. um, as far as the results for the hashtag. And then as far as the engagement of the hashtag, it hit 5.5 million engagements. Yeah. Which so broke is that two is the two point two is that two point two tweets or just like retweets and quotes? So retweets and quotes will count for that, mm-hmm. but I believe the majority of just original tweets mm-hmm. was somewhere around one point six one point seven million. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. And so my, me and Clay talked about this through text messages. And um, I, I actually wasn't actually going to cover this today. Like, I didn't really, I don't really care about it that much because I was like, it's not going to stop. Like, they're going to continue going forever. But, of course, and I know Clay will say that this is definitely, there's bad apples in every big thing. Mm-hmm. But I see this headline right now. Restore the Snyderverse fans are review bombing Godzilla versus Kong and giving it one star because they want the Snyderverse. And I am somebody who fucking hates review bombers. I hate it. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's a stupid concept. It really is. And I, I said this in text messages as well, that uh, majority of my timeline is people calling out the toxicity. Um, more so like somebody, I think it was, uh, Jason Kalar was posting something about, um, uh, stop Asian hate or something mm-hmm. like that. And I went to the comments just to check if anybody doesn't know, Jason Kalar is the CEO of Warner media. Uh, so I went to go ahead and checked his, the comment section and in total, I only saw three now there's thousands of comments and like i'm trying to scroll as much as i can just basically Mm -hmm. trying to look for the hashtag i only saw three tweets and it was preceded by somebody else saying hey not here Mm -hmm. 
and that's the majority of what I'm seeing is, is people saying, hey, pick or, pick your battles. We, you know, when there's something that mentions, uh, you know, something that is worthwhile. Like if they are, you know, trying to tweet out the, uh, the Justice League Justice is Gray mm-hmm. version, you know, that which they did promote. Yeah. Put Restore the Snyderverse on that. You know, and there was a big push to not put it on the Suicide Squad trailer. Mm-hmm. And the reason because of that is, hey, let's show AT&T and Warner Media that we want to embrace the multiverse, meaning we can have Snyder's vision, uh, vision for what he wants in his five-story arc or five-movie arc, but we can also have Suicide Squad. So don't put it there. So I looked at the comments. Yeah, there was a little bit more than three. But, I saw a bunch. But it was proceeded from the ones I saw was, hey, not here. Hey, go to another post. Or, hey, mm-hmm. you know. So there is some more people kind of pushing back on the toxicity, like I said, and saying, hey, that's not cool. Rather than, like, saying fuck off and, like, actually basically making an argument and making it, you know, blow up or whatever. Yeah. They're being smarter about it. Which I can appreciate. Uh, and when it comes to Restore the Snyderverse, people don't understand it's just two movies. Like, it's just... Not like, from what I see. People want that original timeline of, like, Cyborg deserves a movie, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, well, and... But see, they can make a Cyborg movie. That they ain't happening. Make, we all know that's not happening. Oh, it... it, it you know... If anything, I would expect to probably make its way on HBO Max only. I don't think they will work with him again. uh, I do not think they will not work with Fisher again. I think Warner Media will. I don't think WB. Warner Media. He called out Warner Media though. I'm pretty sure he said like if I'd have to go back and look at the tweets, but I'm pretty sure he's like Warner Media and Warner Brothers. Everything it's all together, and he called them out too. He he called out. Sarnoff, who is the CEO of WB, which she put out a hit piece, and I will call it a hit piece because that's what it was. Basically, the day after Snyder, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for some reason, I think it was Deadline or Hollywood Reporter, they called her the CEO of Warner Media. That is not correct. but I know he's called her out. He may have said Warner Media and some other things. Uh, I think I would I would expect him to probably get maybe another another working gig. Is it a cyborg movie? Probably not. But if they had to make a cyborg movie, if they decided, hey, we want a cyborg movie, I think it would only be on HBO Max. Are you sure that she's not? Because Variety, who is a source, literally says. Warner Media's Anna Sornoff. Yeah, so and War- Variety is fucking credible. Credible. So, oh, I don't you know what? what? I I mixed it up. So she is. Uh, so Jason Kalar is the CEO of Time Warner, which is. Uh, yeah, he became the CEO of Warner Media in uh, May first, twenty twenty. 
He was previously an Amazon executive and CEO of Hulu. Now, if we look at Anne, she is the chairman of Warner Bros. Entertainment. So she's the big one. She's the head. She is the She's CEO. CEO. She's yeah. CEO of Warner Brothers, not Warner Media. This thing literally says Warner. It's the same thing. You know that, right? No, no. Warner, Warner Brothers, like Warner is a conglom is a conglomerate uh, conglomerate of Warner Media. Like it's WB is still below Warner Media, which is below at No, um, Warner Brothers is the biggest thing. Warner Media is under Warner Brothers. Because Warner Brothers has Warner Brothers animation. Warner Brothers, Warner Media. Like, Warner Brothers is the big dog. It's not Warner Media is above Warner Brothers. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. no. So, excuse me. So, it's AT&T. And so, think of it like a tree. So, it branches off. And Warner Brothers and Warner Media are, like, at the same level. And then it moves off to... Uh, Warner Max, which I think was discontinued, and it's all uh, Warner Media. Let's see. Uh, Warner Media LLC stylizes Warner Media as an American multi blah, 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 owned by WB, blah, blah, blah. It's originally formed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. Well, no, no, no. There you go. You just said it. Did you, did you say that Warner Media was owned by WB? No, 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 It said it's it's a mass media entertainment conglomerate corporation owned by AT and T. Not okay, AT and T okay. owns everything, but I was trying to find out where it is because it's Warner Communications. Blah blah blah. Um, let's see, Sornoff right here, key people. Um, because I'm pretty sure I had looked this up last time we were talking about this too, and it's the same shit. Um. But either way, like I, I, I don't think Ray Fisher's gonna ever be working with them again, just because of what's going on. Um, and Hollywood is petty, so I think that's gonna be the case. But that is true. going back to the restore the Snyderverse thing, my to kind of give my point because I know I said this on the podcast because we were doing this way before the Snyder cut was even said. I always my analogy was you don't give screaming children what they want because then they're going to show oh, hey, if we scream loud enough, we'll get what we want. You don't do that. That's just a bad parenting aspect. Now, granted, the Snyder Cut has done some great things, but we know, and this is for any kind of group in the world, it is the shittiest voices that speak the loudest. It's never the good ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and that's, that's why if there's any coverage on this, they won't cover anything but the people that are yeah, saying exactly shit. but and i said this from the start that was bit that's been my biggest problem with this movement is Zack snyder does not try to control this and if he sees like they gave he, him this he, fucking movie. he did he did call them out huh? like on so there was uh i think it was like basically two weeks before the snyder cut came out before mm -hmm. Zack snyder's just came out there was a Hollywood Reporter article and they asked him about the toxic fandom around mm -hmm. his movie. And he straight up like said, I don't condone this. Um, I, I would not, you know, say that they are in the best interest of the movie and all of this other stuff. He called them out 
in the interview. And that was the first time he did it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was a little too late, you know, yeah, because it was literally two weeks before. But he has already said, like, hey, this isn't cool. Um, there's even there was this stupid freaking uh, troll that went on to Bureau and basically commented on every single one of his posts saying that he wanted Charlie Hunnam as Green Arrow. Mm -hmm. and like he finally replied to him he's like bro are you serious like he he called him out on that too so mm -hmm. like he he has since called them out yeah as you said a little too late but my thing is is if because i i know this from youtubers because youtubers constantly have to do this now they're like hey don't fucking go do this don't go do that and i guess just higher ups don't want to just do that because they're like now oh, we're too good for this or whatever yeah. but it's you can't and you can go to it right now. You can go to Twitter and if DC has posted anything about the Black Adam casting or whatever, I'm pretty sure you're going to find a restore the Snyderverse thing. And it just looks now like this isn't going to end. The Snyderverse what? 3 years ago? 4 years ago now is when it when this movie came out. So, we know that this will stay for 4 years. I don't see this disappearing. And so this whole universe, we're going to have to deal with this forever now. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna get what you say where it's just people picking their moments. It's always gonna be on every single post. Godzilla has nothing to do with the DCEU, and they're bombing the shit out of it. Like, it just really sucks. And Snyder, if he wants to keep working with WB, be like, bro, like, tell your fans. And I know Snyder said, and the thing is, he was very. He said it's probably not gonna happen. But obviously, he's very vague with what he does because he wants to like, oh, if there's a chance, we'll do it. But it just kind of sucks that it's like, dude, just come out and be like, it's not fucking happening, guys. Like, if well, I, I, so I was talking to some friends and I was listening to a podcast. Um, there is a good chance that he waits it out. Like, it's not something that he would want to do in the immediate time. He has two projects that he's going to do. Um uh, as of right now that aren't that hasn't technically started yet uh one of them apparently is only going to take him like a week to film in like the middle of the fucking woods it's like a little like home project in south mm -hmm. america um and then a, a much bigger one i think for netflix uh and i basically think what's going to happen is uh and what has been said if Warner Media, AT&T, and HBO Max are like, fuck, okay, let's go ahead and do this. He will basically just wait and like kind of like shrug it off for a while. Um, kind of wanting to see what HBO Max will be willing to do for him. Mm -hmm. uh, is that the best thing to do? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think that for me personally, uh, I would enjoy seeing it a lot sooner rather than later, uh, just so that way we can stop seeing the Restore the Snyderverse thing. I don't because... think it would stop. I think you would get those two movies and it would still keep going. Oh, like, but at, the, at that point, if he says, hey, and, and most of the fandom knows, like, hey, his, his, his whole vision was five movies. That's what he mm -hmm. always wanted. And if he just keeps reading that into whatever YouTube interview that he's been doing, because he's been doing a shit ton lately, it's like, hey, you know, that was my idea. Five movies, mm -hmm. just five movies. That's it. That's it. And if we get the full five movies on HBO Max, I don't see why not. 
I don't know, man. I just don't. I think with this kind of mentality, it's just when you do that for so long, I think people be like, no, we want more. Because do you really think Snyder would not have any Easter eggs or anything to keep going in a third movie? Oh, I think I think he would. But I mean. Because you, know. you that it's, it's that old saying of you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know, man. Like, my thing is, it's like, yo, you got something that nobody ever gets. Like, like the the Snyder Cut, the movement in itself was fucking phenomenal. Like, you can you can't argue against that anymore. You you made a studio do something that no other studio does, and yeah. you got and, a and I made I always make the the comparison to Richard Donner. Richard Donner yeah. didn't get his cut of Superman two for 25 years yeah if i swear to god if i see this for the next 25 years i hope <laughs> this planet gets hit by a meteor in the next 25 years i swear to god like if it's gonna keep going if five oh, years man. did us with the meteor please because holy shit like i or if anything i hope jim lee's like can we just make this a fucking comic let's just do it make it a comic and, and get it out of the way so so listen to this i i don't i don't remember if i mentioned this on the last podcast or not but recently you know because of the whole restore the snyderverse thing imagine if and i think i did bring it up if wb warner media and at&t kind of let go of the dc film rights as far as like, hey, we think we should create a DC Studios or a mm. DC Film Studios and have Jim Lee be the head of it. Jim Lee can become the Feige of DC. Mm -hmm. And then have him be the one that says that gives the OK on everything. Jim Lee was the one who embraced the multiverse. He was the one that gave the idea to, to, to the CW to show... Uh, uh, Miller in the flash. I yep. mean, in the crossover. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's, he's got a, an idea of like, Hey, this is how you should run the fucking multiverse. Yeah. And just let him do it. We're not going to find that out until the flash movie. Um, I think, and I, and uh, there was that the Sarnoff did say like, it, which she made a logical point. Because she was like, we know that there is a, a fan base that wants more of something, but we need them to trust in our DCEU vision because you can't just focus on one particular audience. You need to... But I would ask, I would ask, what is that vision? Well, I think the vision, it, we're going to see that after The Flash. I think The Flash is going to be, is going to blow up everything and show you the multiverse. That's what it's going to be. And that's just because like we've already heard we heard Jim Lee and what's his name talk about. Oh, yeah, you're going to have a Batman over here. You're going to have the DCU here. You're going to have the Snyderverse over here. They've already mentioned it. You're not I don't think you're going to visually see that until the flash. And then all it's going to be is a fucking scatter fuck of movies all over the place. That's all it's going to be. This the DCU right now, if you could tell me like, hey, I can guarantee this list of movies that's out there right now. Or we could just blow it up and start from scratch right now. My current mindset I'd blow it up and start from scratch because I still think it is completely stupid and idiotic that I am not going to see fucking Batman in a suicide squad movie. I'm not going to see Batman in a Batgirl movie or all of this other crap. Batman, not in the DCEU. Why the fuck do I care at this point? Like I'm not even getting Henry Cavill as Superman. 
Like at this point, just blow it up and start over. Give me a whole bunch of new people. I don't care about Wonder Woman 3. I don't give a shit about anything else. Like just start over. Because it sucks. But we're gonna I guarantee this, and this is probably gonna be like 10 years out. I guarantee the DCEU reboots, like everybody is done, no more Wonder Woman 3, like all those are done. I guarantee that reboots and Marvel's first universe is still going. I'm calling that right now. I can see that. I can very much see that. But at the same time, I think that, again, just your idea of like blowing up the multiverse or whatever, or or making it actually happen, you can technically still do that and still have everything that is still going on today. Like you can still have uh, Pattinson's Batman. You can still have The Rock as Black Adam. You can still have all that stuff. But because still create a streamline of like, hey, we're going to make this line of movies connect, you know? Yeah, but I would argue that it's been done so shittily to this point that it's best to just start over. Because it's like... And I can getting, agree to that to a point, yeah. We're getting Flashpoint, which we don't even know fucking anything really about Ezra Miller right now. Like, genuinely. Even with the Snyderverse, he didn't add that much. He... he he didn't add that much. He did like, you know, he, he started a, an actual relationship with the, with his father, which unfortunately he's not even going to be returning as Henry Allen. Uh, they just casted the new Henry Allen. Yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, which I am super disappointed because I'm pretty sure the, the one guy that I remember is that was casted like to me is just like a TV actor. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, uh, great i doubt he has a huge role yeah um it's just he's always going to be behind a prison wall so doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter um but my thing is man is just i why was the marvel universe so successful is because those first what how long did it go before we got avengers um from from 2008 to 2010 really we got it in two years uh, sorry, no, no, no. Two thousand, two thousand eight was Iron Man two. So it was. It was a two, few years. Two thousand seven was Iron Man. Let's see. Hold on. When Hold did on. Avengers come out? Avengers came out in twenty twenty. Uh, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Okay, so Iron Man, the first Iron Man, came out in two thousand eight. So in four years, we got from Iron Man to Avengers. Okay, so four years, what, probably eight movies? Uh, it was Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, uh, Thor. Thor. Captain America? Uh, Thor, so in Captain America. So five mm-hmm. films, and then Avengers, so that's six. Yeah. So, yeah, in four years, five films, and they made the team up. And that's what everybody was waiting for. And then what, at the end of Avengers, they dropped Thanos? At the very end. Yeah, yeah. At the very end, right? So then that set that up. In four years, they were able to do that. And that's what you were excited about. You were excited to see that team up, like, right? Like, that was because when Avengers came out, it was the shit. That's when I was still in love with the MCU. Like, I was like, oh my fucking God. That turnaround scene is always going to be iconic for me when they're all back to that. Like, it's always going to be iconic. And even though you go back and look, it looks kind of cheesy, but still, it's fucking epic. Um, But my thing is, I'm not. I'm not getting that here in the DCEU because we're probably the next Justice League is going to have Black Superman with maybe Gal Gadot 
and who's going to be Batman. It's probably just going to replace him with Batgirl. And like, it's going to be this shitty Brian Michael Bendis type Justice League. Oh, it's going to be, uh, I, I feel like it's going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying give DC films their own studio because WB and suits just want to touch everything and they want to say, Oh, this needs to be said. And Hey, this needs to change. And Hey, that actor needs to leave. And like, they're wanting to control so much of something they know nothing about. Oh, and I agree. I think that would be uh, solid to do. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think it only happens with Mar. It only happened with Marvel because one, you had Feige who was just fucking banging out billion dollar movies. Well, the the problem the the problem with that mentality is that we forget that Feige is an actual fan of comics mm-hmm. to the point where he, if you look at all the X Men films, mm-hmm. like from the very original X Men where we saw fucking uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for the first time. Kevin Feige's a producer on that movie. Mm-hmm. That was years, years before the MCU was even thought of. Yeah. Brian Singer did not allow anybody to read comics mm-hmm. because he wanted to have his version of each character into that movie. Yeah. Kevin Feige snuck comic books into everyone's trailers. Mm-hmm. Nice. And like Hugh Jackman tells that story all the time. Yeah. Like Kevin Feige is a true and true fan. Mm-hmm. And he moved his way up all the way into now being who he is now. That's why he's in control of the comics, of the TV stuff, and of the movies now. Yeah. And he knows how these things work. You need somebody like that in order to get stuff for DC to actually work. Yeah. Well, I I believe that's true because again he he put out bangers and the way it works in this world is if you can show you can produce financial profit you'll get mm-hmm. anywhere in this world and so yeah. he did that but then at the same time it was getting so big and Marvel I mean and Disney was just like we're just gonna buy up everything else so you can go do whatever you want like we got Star Wars over here and we got this and we got that and blah blah and we're just gonna remake every kid movie we ever made and it's gonna make a billion dollars too. Allah not move on though. Um, but like, you know, I think they, they benefited from having a Feige and then just banking on billion dollar movies. Uh, yeah. I don't think DC has that. DC doesn't have like they WB they like own Harry Potter but don't own Harry Potter, which is kind of weird. Yeah, so the the Harry Potter movies is basically just like how WB has been doing every other film on HBO Max, because yeah, you know, the one thing that people were complaining about in the early stages of hbo max was that movies were still jumping off of the service yeah and it's because there were still contracts around the world with other uh tv channels and whatnot studios blah 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 Mm. they did the exact same thing with harry potter movies yeah uh and i believe it's been announced but they haven't gotten started anything i think they've only gotten into like the post uh the pre-production and like the uh the writing portions and it's mm-hmm. not even like really in production yet yeah uh, but they're they're making a harry potter like uh series series oh, okay yeah yeah i saw that they just signed jrr J. martin to a five-year deal he has oh really that fucking book but i think i don't know what else he's done besides game of thrones so it could be other stuff i don't know yeah. what his other stuff is 
but it's a five-year contract. So um, shit, that's crazy. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to deal on that because I I'm, I know we have a mixed bag of fans here. I know we have fans that love Snyder. We have fans that don't. Um, so I just want to talk about that. Don't be the person that goes and fucking puts this on other movies. Like, it's just let movies die on their own. Like, there's a lot of these movies that are coming out that are going to die on their own anyways. Like, do we really think Godzilla vs. Kong is going to be good? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm going to watch it on Wednesday. In but theaters or on your? Oh no, on HBO yeah, Max. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm so, getting, I'm getting my first, my first shot on Monday. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna be fucking jumping into theaters yet. Hell yeah. no. Are you gonna try to go see Demon Slayer though? Uh, when is it? At, like end of April. At the end of April. Yeah. Well, guess when I get my second shot. The end of April. The end of April. That sucks. Hell yeah! But they say it's two weeks after when you're technically fine. So after you get your second dose, fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> my thing is, is I want to see how, if the theaters are still super packed and granted it being an anime might make them smaller. I don't know. And if I can just do demon slayer, at like 10 AM when we saw well, like that the one times, movie. the times that I saw the, uh, my hero academia movies, because mm-hmm. I've seen both of them in theaters. Yeah. Um, they were, the first one was packed. Yeah. Uh, the second one was semi-packed. But it was a much bigger theater. Oh, okay. so yeah, yeah. When I saw Dragon Ball Z, but the problem is, it depends on how how much they're going to allow Demon Slayer to be in theaters. Because mm-hmm. usually it's like two showings, and that is it. And so they're packed houses. So I'm kind of hoping since it's still COVID, they'll be like, we'll let it ride for like a week, and yeah. then I can catch like a 10 a.m. showing, and they'll be like, all right, cool, nice. I'll just watch it. Um, because I definitely want to check out Demon Slayer in theaters because I miss the theater experience and. I my thing is with monster movies specifically, so Godzilla and Kong. I think if you don't see them in a theater, they just blow dick. I just think that's how it is. Because I saw We um, saw we saw the the uh the last one in theaters. Uh Godzilla 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I saw Godzilla 1 in IMAX, and that sucked because I sat next to two frat boys that would not shut up. Oh, that fucking sucks. So that sucked. Also, they had the loudest keys in the world. They ran fucking down the stairs, and they all the way down the fucking stairs. I don't know what that was about, but whatever. Um, But you want to know something I saw that everybody said was amazing? I saw it at home, and I thought it sucked. Pacific Rim. I thought that movie sucked. Everybody's like, it's amazing. It's the greatest movie I still haven't seen the second one. They actually released an anime. In, on Netflix, I heard about that. Yeah, uh, which I've heard good things about, but I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Uh, I mean, it's probably amazing as an anime, yeah. but you know, like I just I don't know. I think monster movies they you only get that real like massive scale of a monster movie on a movie screen, and I just like I don't know. So I would love to watch this in theaters. I ain't gonna go out and watch this in theaters, although Isai Gonzalez is in it. But I feel like they're just gonna be like show her, and then she's never gonna be in the movie again. <laughs> So like squashed by Kong (laughs) instantly dead. (laughs) Um, But like, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I didn't know it was already coming out this week. Yeah. Um, Um, Technically, I think it's out in theaters already. Oh, because the whole point was that it uh, that it got pushed to theaters first Mm -hmm. and then uh, HBO Max later. That was completely different than everything else because of uh, Lionsgate, yeah, Lions uh, or Legendary. I can't remember mm. which one, 
legendary i always think they're the same yeah legendary was the one that like was like hey we're gonna sue you for billions of dollars and yeah all that other shit interesting yeah because in this article um the thing with the snyderverse is saying that it's already like i guess the biggest opening of the year i think it's apparently got a 7.5 on imdb so it's doing okay hmm. um but you know it is that's apparently where well unfortunately like the only the only bad thing about like everything coming into hbo max apparently like the whole movie has been uh stripped and is already out in the internet already yeah and that was that's always going to be the downside with this thing and that's why now uh we're not going to cover it here but i did see a headline of wb and other studios are revamping their 2022 schedules yeah so 2022 also um for everybody who was hoping that this whole uh relationship with hbl max was going to continue they actually said no uh, 2022 will not have any HBO Max premieres for any of their movies. Uh, but the the slate has changed a little bit. I don't think it has affected DC movies though. Yeah. So something about like it's weird. It, it, a lot of people won't understand this unless you watch sports. But they're kind of going with an incentive laced contract now, to where if they hit a certain goal in theaters, it'll extend the amount of time. Yeah. that it stays in a theater so like i think the first but 30 the, days but it's at 40 it's it's at 45 days yeah yeah well it's 30 days and it hits it extends to 45 no no no. Or, it's it's 45 days uh-huh but if they pass a certain amount before the 45 then it extends oh okay i thought it was 30 then 45 but yeah either way um so they have like an incentive incentive i can't fucking say that incentive incentive yeah yeah base contract uh, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, I was definitely somebody that do, does not want to get rid of the theater experience because unless you have billions of dollars, you just cannot recreate that at your home. You just can't. Like, it's fucking... You just can't. And it's also, too, you'd have to invite a shitload of people to still get the theater experience because, like... Yeah, no, like, I... Fans is awesome. I've had, like, some pretty rich friends, like, back in the day, and they mm-hmm. had, like, their own little, like, home theater. And I'm yeah. just like fuck it would be awesome to have this but like when i asked like hey how do you set this up and they're like oh it's this much for this and this much for this yeah it's like uh yeah never mind i'll just buy my uh 57 projector and you know just watch it on my bed apparently uh i was watching a video about dead mouse he has an authentic like adobe atmos like theater for his music and Uh, it's like a hundred thousand dollars or something insane like it's crazy expensive um but you know you get up i think that's thx but you know (laughs) um anyways let's talk about the fucking suicide squad um so this was insane um (laughs) now i will say if you guys want to go check out my reaction video i posted it uh to see my full reaction because clay sent me the link or he sent it to me while i was reacting to it because i found it on wb's thing but he was one that told me it came out i did not know about it so I made it my video for the week. Um, I will say this. I my when I it blew my mind was the ending that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But I will say I think the feature et got me way more pumped than this trailer. So that has been the overall consensus consensus mm-hmm. uh about this trailer. Um they said they were so much more hyped. Yeah. Um with the way aesthetically the behind the scenes look made yeah. the movie feel 
mm-hmm. because you know we got the whole idea of like oh this is going to be an 80s movie yeah you don't get that in this trailer you no. don't get the 80 vibes at all mm-hmm. this is a very modern superhero movie in in this trailer which isn't a bad thing which is no. not a bad thing whatsoever but the the information that we were receiving before fandom hit and then we got that footage we we're like holy shit this movie is yeah. going to be fucking awesome and this kind of did a 180 on that feeling mm-hmm. uh, so people have been saying that a whole lot um this trailer has had a lot of people very indecisive about how they feel really on this movie yeah for what so and i think it's stupid um mm-hmm. but a lot of people are like oh, well, this humor is very Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're like, oh, man, this is this is going to be the rated R Star-Lord movie, basically. Yeah. Um, I hope this movie is more like Super. Mm-hmm. Ever since I saw Super, I was like, okay, this is how far James Gunn can go for a superhero movie, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen Super, I highly recommend it just because yeah. that it's shit a great crazy. Fucking movie. That's where I hope he goes with it. But because it is a very famous IP, mm-hmm. I don't think he can go that far. You know? I mean, I don't think I don't I don't want to spoil it, but I don't think it's gonna get as X rated um <laughs> as as Super gets. But we literally saw somebody get ripped in half. That so, is true. This violence, is a red band trailer, by the way. Yeah, guys. it's gonna be, I think, crazy. Yeah. Um, my thing is, yeah, the featurette got me super pumped. Uh, I said this, I think I said this on my stream, not in my video. This might be the first movie that John Cena's in that I actually like. Um, and people were very divisive on his line his yeah, uh his, sure. his his dicks, his dicks. yeah 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 they're like but, oh well this is dumb but the whole point of his character was to be a douchebag captain america yeah and a person that loves peace and i'm he's probably gonna be like peace and america maybe you know what yeah. i mean because like he says if i had to fucking you know eat a hundred dicks for my country or whatever like whatever he said yeah for liberty he'll fucking do it so it's just like that's how much he's into it, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the funny part. And like I know we can be like very psychoanalytical when it comes to shit, but sometimes when I hear people bitch about certain things, I'm like, "Really?" I was like, "I know well, I'm a super bitch there, at things, but There was there is people that are pissed off at the last line of the trailer. Uh which, which is Harley Harley Quinn saying, "Oh, I just love the rain. It's like a whole bunch of angels splooging all over us." Oh yeah. And people are like, Wow, this is the same guy who had the pedophile jokes all on his Twitter. Oh my god, yeah, are you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah. God, fucking go outside, Jesus. And, and and that's like we see in the trailer. There's a part that says, uh, "From the beautiful, horrible mind of James Gunn." Yeah, and they're like, "Wow, I can't believe they're making a a, a marketing uh, play at his horrible tweets." Yeah, and I'm like, "That's not they're what they're not. doing." Yeah. Like, if you've seen any other James Gunn movie that isn't a Marvel fucking movie, you would understand yeah. what that means. Yeah. Yeah, because his other movies are fucked up. Like, people I still haven't seen Burnside, that. but I really want to. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I heard mixed reviews for it, so I never watched it. But, like, I've seen a decent amount of James Gunn's movies, and they're fucked up. 
Um, but I love them because I love somebody that isn't afraid to be ridiculous. And my thing, one thing I absolutely love, and it, it's kind of like a niche thing, is when movies, you feel like a movie is going to be a certain way, and then it turns out to be something very different. Like, yeah. I love that. Because, you know, as much as we love superhero movies, they're very formulaic. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You know, it's like bad guy shows up, Superman uh, almost loses, then comes back and then wins, and that's your happy ending. You oh, know? and also, um, don't know if you saw this at all, um, but I want to make sure the uh, I get the name the guy's name right. Mm -hmm. um, James Gunn tweeted out, I think yesterday. Oh, the writer. Yeah. So uh, uh, Ostrander. Uh, yeah, Ostrander. He yeah, is in actually movie. in the movie. You see him in the trailer. He's yeah. the one giving Michael Rooker his his bomb. Yeah, he's like the, the chubby guy in the background. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know this. Ostrander was an actor back in the day. And oh, really? So that's why he was able to really play the part where he needs to. I'm very curious because I feel like Gunn would do this. I wonder if he was like, if since they wanted him so bad, right? Because we know from James Gunn himself said they were going to let him pick anything he wanted. Anything in the DC universe he could have made. And he said he wanted Suicide Squad. Sucks and he was offered Superman. Yeah, yeah. I he it, he could have been like I want Justice League and they probably would have gave it to him, but he wanted Suicide Squad, and I think it fits very well for his style of directing. Um, but I wonder if he was like, "Hey, yes, I want Suicide Squad, but we are going to credit Ostrander because I saw uh, what's her face, um, the one you did a little class for, uh, Gail Simone. Right? Yeah, she was like, "I'm so glad they are crediting." you know, Ostrander on Suicide Squad. Like, this is amazing. Um, so, like, that's pretty awesome. Like, and I wonder if James Gunn was like, no, 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 we're giving credit where fucking credit's due. You know what I mean? Uh, because he says, like, he is going off of that original run. Like, with a lot of those characters or just the feel of that run. So, I've never read the original Suicide Squad run, so I don't know how it is. But um, that got me really excited from the start. Hey, so, uh, breaking news. Oh. I'm not breaking it. Um, but it just popped up on Twitter. Um, breaking San Diego Comic-Con returns. Comic-Con special edition will be held at a three-day event over Thanksgiving weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, November 26th through the 28th at the San Diego Convention Center. What? Oh, God. Now, Do this I is... Do auto ticket for that? This is coming from Umberto Ramos. Uh, so take it as is. Uh, it says here, Comic-Con Special Edition will be the first in-person convention produced by the organization since Comic-Con 2019 and the first since the onset of the global pandemic of COVID-19. I will wait until San Diego Comic-Con releases that. Um, hold on, that's a wrap. WonderCon. Oh, they just did Wonder... Oh, well, WonderCon just wrapped, apparently. The virtual yeah. at-home one. So I don't know if they announced that um that's insane doing thanksgiving assholes yeah it's like, so weird that's weird doing it on holiday why would you fucking Ooh, i don't know if i'm gonna do that i'd have to talk to my friends about that fuck that's so dumb i don't even who's gonna want to go to that like yeah. celebrity wise um i will say this um i believe it was mitch on Twitter said that he has said yes to two conventions for this elite for this year. Ah, that's insane. I don't know, man. Um, that's kind of crazy. I will say I did notice 
that San Japan has not canceled this year. Yeah, no. Um, because I was looking into that because I wanted to go check out anime artists. I was like, oh, when are they going to come back? Um, that's weird. Damn, I have to talk to my group now. Fuck. I was really hoping that wasn't going to happen this year. Um, although I do have a flight that I have yet to use. So, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't, I more than likely would skip this because I don't think I, I think I'll just sell my badge to somebody maybe. Who knows? That's something I'll think about later. Anyways, Suicide Squad. So I will say this freaking trailer though. This is the Harley I want. I like this Harley. Um, it you like the COVID joke in the trailer? <laughs> that was, dude. And the crazy thing is, this was filmed <laughs> before COVID, so it was just perfect. Like it's coincidental. Yeah, but it works so well. Um, which is crazy because yeah, this was filmed before COVID. There was none of this. Like it didn't get canceled. They were already editing this film when COVID started. Yeah. So uh, for anybody that thinks that they're trying to be political or something, you're dumb. Like this was done way before that. Uh, so I thought that was pretty awesome. But I just love her mentality. Like when she just shows up when they're about to save her, she's like, I can go back inside so you guys can feel <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it was just so good. And I think Margot Robbie does Harley so well. And I am very curious about like, is the red dress at the, it has to be at the end of the movie, right? So is she going to have her good costume at the start of the movie? Like, I thought it would have been reversed. I don't know, because I, I so because everything, the ending. yes, the ending was yes, because that's something that yeah. we need to talk about. Yeah, for sure. So I was, again, go watch my video on this, was fucking shocked by this. Jaw dropped. Yeah, literally. So you see who I believe is Steve Agee, right? There's like Amanda Waller's right-hand man nerd guy in, yeah. this, in this war room that she has. And he's like, oh, we got a fucking kaiju. And I was like, huh? And I look, and in the background on the screen, you can see fucking Starro. Yeah. Lost my shit. Yeah. Look, we speculated on this podcast who we thought it was going to be. Everybody there was rumors. Yeah, there there was rumors of either Vandal Savage or Starro, yeah. and we said there's no fucking way Starro would make any fucking sense in this movie, yeah. so it has to be Vandal Savage. Yeah, and then lo and behold, there's fucking Starro. I could not believe it. Um, do you? But think- I was gonna say, but you had you said something at the end of your reaction that you know is stating is this a BVS moment? A BVS trailer moment. Yes, I will say that because I do in my reactions try to say the good and bad if I do feel there's good and bad. I would have much rather not seen this. As much as I loved it, I would have much rather not seen this because I did the same thing with BVS. Like BVS already had me and then they showed Doomsday and I was like, but then at the same time, like looking back on it, I was like, man, if I was in the theater and would have saw Doomsday for the first time, I would have shit my pants. Like that would have been so epic. Um, because you didn't need it because it was called BVS. So you just needed to focus on Batman versus Superman. And mm-hmm. then you were like, this, we're teaming up to fight Doomsday. You're just like, oh, like yeah. I would, it would have been epic. And that's been the biggest thing about BVS that everybody, well, for the people that enjoyed it, that's always yes. been their sticking point is like, yeah, I wish we wouldn't have seen Doomsday until the movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this could easily be that. But now, depending on how we think the editing is working here, because it, you know editing magic this could be at the start of the movie 
for all we know, which would be insane for them, which would be kind of stupid too, but to be fighting Starro at the start and then they fight a bigger bad that we don't know about, maybe Vandal Savage is controlling Starro. Well, there's a theory that we see that uh, the Suicide Squad is trying to get information from uh, Peter Capaldi himself, the thinker. Yeah. Um, there's a theory out there already stating that the thinker is the informant, but he's secretly the one controlling Starro because they're both like mm. telepathic. Yeah. Interesting. So. Huh. I don't know. Watch this fucking uh, dude. You know what I would love? I would love James Gunn for, but I know I don't think he watched it, but if he would have a blue box in there somewhere, I would lose my shit. <laughs> if he had that for Peter, I don't think he says he's ever watched Doctor Who though. So yeah. like, but he knows Peter Capaldi. Um, if he had a fucking blue box in there, that'd be fucking epic. Um, but anyways, fucking yeah. So Starro blew my mind. My thing is because again, when going back to the editing thing, when Harley's wearing holding the javelin in this red dress, it seems like she's meeting Bloodsport for the first time. Mm -hmm. So you would assume that is early on in the movie. It would be weird for it to be the end of the movie. And she's wearing her dress. Yeah, Yeah. and wearing the dress and meeting Bloodsport for the first time. So I'm just kind of like, that would be kind of weird. But then there's like another clip where I think it's John Cena saying that we're going to risk our fucking lives for this crazy whatever. Yeah. And they're on their way to go save her at that point. That's the very first scene in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm like, all right. So then they don't really know each other. They don't know how this is going. Like, I'm just very curious on how this is going to play out. Right. I'm still I sticking ass- with my theory of all those people dying. Very yes. Early on. Yes. I think the, I, including Boomerang. I think Boomerang's you dying. You think so? I because think Boomerang's dying. I pointed this out in my, which you could be true. I have a feeling there's going to be two teams here. Yes. Um, They're going to split up because... John Cena says you're like a terrible leader or something to Bloodsport. So I'm assuming Bloodsport's going to be like leader one and leader two. Rick Flags yeah, or team, leader team one. Team A, team yeah. B, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's going to be like that. And that's how people are going to die on both teams. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and watch the featurette, when they storm the beach or whatever, Boomerang's there. So depending on when really. Yeah, because there's this one scene of him throwing boomerangs when there's bombs blowing up on the beach and they're like glowing like blue or some shit. So that's because a lot of people in my chat were like, boomerang's gonna die, boomerang's gonna die, boomerang's gonna die. But I'm like, killing boomerang before a Flash movie would be really shitty. Oh, I think it would be. But again, multiverse. Like I get that, but I swear to God, if we start seeing 50 different boomerangs and fucking all this shit, I'll be mad. You know but what I mean? also, the idea, what is our original idea of the multiverse? It is the same person. Exactly. In every single Earth. Yeah. Just like different personalities and whatnot. But unfortunately, TV studios and stuff do not do that. They don't follow that theory, which I fucking yeah. hate. CW, yeah. go fuck yourself. Um, just go, oh, we got to save money. Um, it's the same person. Uh, but anyways, like, so I, I think that would suck. I just think he doesn't get used a lot is my opinion yeah um, but like i don't know a lot of people are automatically assuming i think john cena lives no matter what we have you know maybe it's a prequel for peacekeeper i don't think that's the case um i, because- I think i i genuinely think 
that like uh what's his name guy from snl uh peter oh, Pete Davidson? yeah uh he dives oh yeah uh, i i think i think uh mongal dies um she's on the beat scene too though no fucking way i need to watch harley, that harley shoots the bazooka she's under the rock like that we we watched it on stream yesterday holy shit yeah okay. so that's why i'm just like if if the beach scene is early again if they're storming a beach early harley's wearing her suit and she dresses at See, the end then it makes sense that would make sense because i know it wouldn't fuck because why would the kaiju i mean the kaiju has to be at the well, end no because the the team, the other mm-hmm. team, the one with Bloodsport and John Cena, Peacemaker, yeah, it, they're on the beach too. That's what the whole scene about the dicks is about. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. And this is so confusing. So, <laughs> but the thing is, too, right? So, like, we have the big American flag scene, right, where they're walking yeah. in front of the American flag, and like, I'm very curious if that is like the government's because. Suicide Squad's supposed to be a special ops nobody knows about kind of thing. It would be weird if they're, like, shooting something for, like, this is America. This is the team that saves America. It would be kind of stupid. Yeah. So I hope that's not the case. I don't know why there's a big fucking American flag. But that team, I went through, there was, like, nine people, I think, in that scene. Yes. I think Weasel lives just because it's James Gunn's brother. Uh, Rick Flag is at the end of it, not wearing his yellow shirt. I think so. This might be his first mission. And then, depending on, and then I think Boomerang. Those are the only three I said were going to survive. And everybody else is like Pete Davidson, Nathan Fillion, Flula Borg, all of that, all die. So there were, I don't know if it was rumors or not, that Harley may have a thing with Javelin, and that's why she has his spear. Um, yeah. So that might be interesting. There was also rumors that Javelin might be gay in this. I think I heard that too, maybe with another one of the characters or something like that. So that might be different. Um, so I don't know what's going on there because apparently there is supposed to be like a romance in this movie, I think. And then there's okay. supposed to be that daughter uh, kind of relationship with Bloodsport basically taking the Will Smith spot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But I would think Starro has to be at the end. It would be so weird to be at the start. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like, it, I don't know. Like... Unless there's I, like a secret thing at the end where fucking Batman shows up and he's the real antagonist, which is uh, not going to happen. No, but no, it would be insane. No way. Um. So yeah, I just don't. I just don't see that happening. So Starro has to be the ending because like he comes out of the ground, fucking huge, destroying shit. Um. It kind of seems like they're trying to save Ratcatcher, which is kind of weird. Unless that was just another Latina that they were trying to save, but I'm pretty sure it was Ratcatcher. Well, oh shit. Uh, who's because playing like Bloodsport's daughter? Who's what? Who's playing, who's playing Bloodsport's daughter? I don't even know if they show the daughter in this thing. Okay, okay. Was it Ratcatcher who was telling Bloodsport, like, no, I'm going to get you out of this? Yeah, because I think they pick her up on the island. Okay, and okay. It, I was getting the vibe that they're trying to rescue her for some reason. And I don't know why. Cause she's like on the balcony scene. If I'm not mistaken, she's like on the balcony and like all this other stuff. So it looked like she was just a normal person for some of this. And yeah. then maybe she's just secretly loves rats. Um, but I don't really know the case. How do, how do you feel about Sylvester Stallone as shark? I didn't really think anything of it. There, a lot of people in my chat were like, 
are they comic book accurate with Shark? And I'm like, he's kind... I don't think he's been in enough things for anybody to say he has a definitive personality. In So in a lot of different comics uh, recently, they've had him like the only thing he can say is I'm a shark. Yeah. I'm a shark. So he's Groot. Basically Groot. Yeah. I'm a yeah. shark. I'm a he shark. Like he, can talk. he has a very dim witted yeah. intelligence in this. Yeah. And he's just going to eat people and be funny. And I think they need that in this, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Because Harley can be dramatic and happy and everything all at once. Um, but I think Shark's just going to be like, people, um, you know, that's going to be Shark. You know yeah. what I mean? Again, he's, he's fucking eating a skull when fucking Starro comes out of the fucking ground. So. Yeah, like, and my thing too, at the end of this, how are they going to fucking fight Starro? Um, I have no fucking clue. Exactly. Like, I just, I'm just like, What? One of them's got to get stepped on. Somebody oh, yeah. has to die that way. Like, just yeah. straight up fucking smashed. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting because this is an attack on Titan. They don't have fucking gear to fly around and cut at Starro. None of them fly. So I'm just very curious on how they're going to fight Starro. I... You don't like... have Superman. You don't have Wonder Woman. You don't have anybody who has fucking, like, maybe Polka Dot Man is going to do some, like, crazy shit. Who knows? And it's just, like, my thing is, again, and I really wish somebody would write this comic, and maybe you've read this before, but Superman is the fucking hero of the world. Why the fuck isn't he there? You know what I mean? Like, it's a kaiju. Like, we know that the Justice League goes around the yeah, whole world. But this this is the same argument that everybody has for all this shit that happens. I mm-hmm. So recently, um, you haven't watched it, but the whole WandaVision thing. Yeah. Like, I know oh, some well, of the spoilers. I don't like, get how, how the fuck can all that happen without Doctor Strange knowing? Mm-hmm. Or any of the Avengers. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can't have fucking the Avengers coming up in every fucking thing because then it's an Avengers movie. Yeah. Like you need to have these moments for these individual characters. For sure. And yeah, it would be, oh, it's all connected, you know, to have fucking Henry Cavill come out of fucking nowhere and just sock Starro in the fucking eye. Yeah. Like it would be fucking crazy. But they could explain it though. It could easily be like in the background, there's another crazy thing going on in the world. So, but then again, then again, just picture this. Mm hmm. Say we do see Henry Cavill just fucking fly in. And right before he can fucking punch Starro, Starro shoots one of those fucking starfish right on his face. And now he's controlling Mm -hmm. Superman. Oh, that'd be nuts. So that would be cool if that was the end of the movie, though. You know, somehow. Because then that just sets up the next movie. Because we're already getting a game. You might as well just make us a fucking movie out of it. Yeah. Like, Like, it's it's like, what the fuck? But unfortunately, we just ended a movie with evil Superman. So then yeah. getting another evil, it's like, you don't want to see that. Um, but my thing is, is like, I think Shazam handled the Justice League the best way possible. Like, just like, hey, they exist. They're just not here. And then, of course, we got the random ass cameo. Yeah. But like, I want to see. So if they're like, if Amanda Waller's just like the Justice League's on the other world, other part of the world fighting something, whatever, you know, yeah. um, then I'll be like, OK, cool. They acknowledged them. I don't give a shit. Because obviously Suicide Squad, uh, even reading comics, you can't be everywhere all the time. But mm-hmm. Superman, Flash have ridiculous speed. And they also have, bo- depending on what you're reading, boom tubes exist. You can get anywhere, yeah. pretty much. 
So it is what it is. But yeah, anyways, Kaiju, fucking insane. This is, I will say this trailer, as much as it didn't hype me up as much as the featurette, it still did hype me up to watch the movie. And that's something I've been missing through all movies that have been coming out since COVID. Now, I will say this movie comes out way after either of us have gotten our second shot. You've already gotten your second shot. Yeah. I will be getting my second shot at the end of next of next month. We can see this fucking movie in theaters. That's true. That's true. Granted, just disclaimer out there, just because you get a COVID shot does not mean you cannot get COVID. Yes. It just, like there it'll just be another precaution. It's like, yeah, it makes it not as bad as what I've heard. Doesn't yes. mean but there's also another strain of COVID out there that's just yes. as bad, apparently. Yes. So and these aren't guaranteed to help against that. So Still wear your masks. Do all that shit. Even if you get And we made the precaution last time. We went to go see Tenet. And what did we do? We went to a very fucking early showing Mm -hmm. and made sure that we were the only ones. Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we we made sure that we were, what, we were like the one of like maybe Didn't we buy them like that that morning to make sure? Or maybe late at night. Like really late at night. No, it was that morning. We bought them that morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there was two people in the theater and they sat like two rows in front of us, I think. Yeah. I haven't checked a theater in a long time. Do they still doing that? I don't, I haven't checked. Um, I haven't because checked. Our state is 100% full capacity for anything now, which is terrifying. So I'm very curious if theaters are still doing that uh, because that would suck. Um, if anything, <laughs> maybe we just buy like the seats next to us. <laughs> You know, just to be slightly safer um, and then just not having to, have to worry about it. But uh, if it is like a packed house, but I wouldn't mind seeing this in theaters, uh, just, you know, going to an early showing, maybe, fuck, that would happen, what, on a Thursday? When did they start showing them? Thursdays? Yeah. Usually. Or wait, or has everything changed? Because when Snyder Cut came out on what, a Tuesday or a Wednesday? Well, that was a Thursday. Oh, that was a Thursday too? Okay, so... Yeah, I wouldn't mind checking it out. Um, well, we'll see that when that comes around. Um, but either way, yeah, I would love to watch this in theaters because um, it's the first movie that's gotten me pumped to watch something in a while. And uh, yeah, man. Other than that, yeah. Like, so I'm I'm looking at the theater right now. Uh, Just picked a random fucking movie. Uh, chose my ticket. Um, it is still every every. It looks like almost every four seats. Oh, okay. On. Oh no, no, every two seats is uh is a skip. Nice. Okay, that's the way it was. So before. it's two, and then two can't you can't sit in, and then yeah. two, and then two you can't sit in, and then two. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that sucks about that is, I think when we went, like, it's cool that they skip it, but the seats in front of you are still like in front of you, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you should have skipped yeah. those two to the other side. Like, but yep. everybody wants to sit in the middle. Uh, either way, Suicide Squad is actually surprisingly I'm pumped for it. Uh, it's the only movie I'm pumped for at the moment this is the last dc film of the year though right uh yes because the entire ch- slate changed yeah yeah it was gonna be fucking batman yeah <sighs> oh yeah it was gonna be at the we end of october any updates on that um, other than the fact that it ended in march it wrapped yeah but like nothing uh, but i kind of like it i kind of as much as i hate not knowing or seeing anything about it i kind of like not knowing shit about this but my question now is, because we just said that breaking news, are they going to drop all that fucking DC fandom shit on Thanksgiving? No, I think fandom still happens in August. Um, I doubt they would do anything like that. If anything, we just get 
maybe something with like the rock or something i'm gonna have to talk to my freaking my friends about that because i just don't one i don't see that anywhere oh wait so, we have so names and dates for san diego comic-con light convention in november and it's over thanksgiving weekend oh yep, yes, Comic Con. put it up there. while we have been able to pivot from in-person gatherings to limited online events the loss of revenue has had an acute impact on the organization added as it has with many small businesses uh work schedules and reduction in pay for employees among other issues uh let's see here hopefully this event will sh- will short ah. up our financial reserves and mark a slow return in large in-person gatherings in 2022. So this says attendance size, cost, and all other information still to be dated, but it is important to note that this is not the same thing as San Diego Comic-Con, which is postponed till 2022. So I'm not going. So if it's not the same thing, like if I still have my ticket or my badge for 2022, then I'm just worrying about 2022. I haven't got to have a real Thanksgiving with my family in fucking a year. So yeah. I'm not going to miss that. You know what I mean? Even though, granted, it's the next day, but I would have to fly out on that Friday morning. I'm not going to fucking do that. So. Oh, so since we're kind of still on the, the whole thing with Suicide Squad, uh-huh. um, on Twitter, I like I understand this guy is pr- a pretty fucking good artist. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, freaking... Uh, Patrick, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zercher. Patrick Zercher. No idea. Really good artist. Um, I will, I will what they work share. Uh, he did a lot of the uh, cover arts for uh, Action Comics Rebirth. Okay. Um, I, I'm actually posting his profile to the chat so you can see it. Um, he did a thread on like basically the suicide squad movie is taking all of his designs for the movie. And he's like, and I bet you anything, I won't see a single uh, one. Of, I, I won't see my name in the credits. Mm-hmm. And Jim Lee is himself fucking replied to his thread and said, you are with a thumbs up. Oh, nice. <laughs> did that guy like, shut up? Oh, he what did. And, and that's the one thing like patch. He calls himself patch on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's a great artist, but dude, he has his own nose up his own ass all the yeah. fucking time. He's like, that look sucks. at me, look at me. I'm 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 good at this. I'm good at this. And all y'all suck and blah blah blah. And dude, I'm so glad Jim Lee just fucking shut him up. Yeah. But does so he do you get a check? Like they, they do get residuals. Okay. They do get residuals. But from what I've always heard, it's those residuals is like, hey, this movie made a billion dollars. Here's your 35 cents for creating the character. Yeah. By the way, did you get those Man of Steel Pumas? For $150? Jen, what's her name? I don't know. You're the Superman Jen, fan. Jen Bartel. Yeah. I, I love Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot afford $150 shoes. And I would be afraid <laughs> to wear those anywhere. If, yeah, uh, but I've seen them, and I love Jen Bartel. I will be buying her shirt though. I uh, want her naughty Final Fantasy book. So yeah, I'm waiting for that to I'm come. Still waiting out. for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when she drops that, I'll I'll be all over that. Um, but for the most part, uh, we got one more thing, and then we're gonna dive into comics, guys, because we haven't talked about comics in a while. Um, but Batwoman, this was huge. I think this is pretty huge. I will also say, kind of stupid. But uh, it seems Batwoman has been recast 
for the show, ladies and gentlemen. And we're not talking about the I'm I'm forgetting the name. My apologies. I'm not talking about the black black woman. She's not getting recast. I'm talking about Ruby Rose's Batwoman, who was Kate Kane, has been recast with I already forget her name. Yeah. So Javisha Leslie is the black uh Batwoman. Bat uh, she she is current she is Ryan Wilder. She is mm-hmm. still saying, but Ruby Rose's character, Kate Kane, is being recast by Wallace Day. Who was the original person I said should have been cast. Yes, from the we, we had that conversation. Yeah. We had a very long conversation For about sure. how she is the like epitome of the Kate Kane character. She, she looks is, like Ruby Rose. Yes, and she is freaking a part of the LGBTQ community. Like It all works out in the criteria that the freaking show was wanting. Yeah. And everybody asked the question, why the fuck did they not do this in the first place? Yeah. And, and like, have- even, even Wallace Day herself, like, was teasing, like, oh, man, some shit is going to happen in fandom. Yeah. It's going to be so fucking awesome, blah, 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 blah. Nothing. Nothing. Until her, like, it's apparently, like, I haven't seen the episode yet. I, mm-hmm. I genuinely want to see it. All of the episodes for this season have been just piling up. I'm waiting. I might even, I might not even watch it on my YouTube TV because of commercials. I may actually just wait until the season's over and then yeah. watch it on HBO Max. But she is apparently an altered Kate Kane, possibly due to the multiverse thing that happened with the crossover. Huh. Wallace Day looks exactly like the actress that is playing the twin sister alice oh nice that's even better yes they look like twins yeah now that wallace day is there yeah yeah um yeah i don't again we even talked about it on this podcast this felt like a pandering move at the start i do not want to take anything away from that actress but this kind of just proves that that wb wanted to make another statement wanted to do something different and something new when they didn't need to. Like, nope. they literally cast Wallace Day. Still. I will say uh, Deadline Hollywood just put out an article uh, several hours ago. Uh, the uh, The headline says, Batwoman star and EP Caroline Dries, who mm-hmm. is the showrunner, uh, tease bumpy road for a returning Kate Kane and an emergence of new baddies, including Black Mask. Um, yeah, this was all, it. yeah, uh, this was all part of WonderCon that just wrapped uh, mm-hmm. recently. Um, there's an article out there. You can read all about it. Um, Dries, I'm sorry. Um, you're stupid. Um, yeah. I understand that you want to like, oh, you know, we're going we're gonna to put some friction up in the Batwoman show and blah, blah, blah. No, because now that you have a Kate Kane, Everybody wants Kate Kane. And yeah, everybody he, who started to like Ryan Wilder, mm-hmm. now they're disappointed that Kate Kane is back. Yeah. Because why would you do that? Like, you should have just picked one from the start. Yeah. Because, again, you did this to make waves, to make splashes, and then now you're going to be like, oh, the original character's back, y'all. Like, um, we're going to have two you, Batwomen. Do you know what the rumor is, though, for why Kate Kane is back? Why? is to basically tell the team, hey, I'm going to go find Bruce. And just to leave it, what's her name? 
so she is just going to leave the show so that way Ryan Wilder can still be front and center. That's stupid. And if that's the case, why even bring her back? Yeah. Did, or did they show? I thought she blew up in a plane or something like that. They showed the plane. They didn't show, of course, oh, they didn't have right. Ruby Rose, but yeah. like, yeah. Huh. So stupid. Like, just like you, if you're listening to this, whoever works on the damn show, you lost me as a viewer. Like, I literally said this. I don't give a shit because I just watched, I didn't finish the whole season, but I was maybe like six, seven episodes deep. You were almost halfway. Yeah. And I was like, it's not super bad. I'm enjoying parts of it. But then I heard this casting. She dipped out and they were like, yeah, we're going to recast this person. It's going to be a whole new character. And I was like, so none of the relationships I've been starting to care about mean fucking jack shit. Do you know what was hilarious, though? Do you know what came? There was an article that came out like a week before this happened Mm -hmm. about Ruby Rose saying, oh, yeah, I'll return. I saw that. if, if, If the right terms are met. Yeah. And I just posted that article right after this news came about about Wallace mm-hmm. Day, and I just laughed. Yeah, I totally laughed. Like I mean, it, that's on her though. It it is. Her. It totally is. But like, it's just a giant clusterfuck yeah. of like everything that they did. It's yeah. just like. To be fair, I wouldn't have fucking hired her back either, though. Like, no, no, it, you're the reason that we have to have podcasts like Batman News Weekly talking shit about us. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I wouldn't fucking give you your job back either. Um. But she's, I, I read that article too. And then of course, like she waited like 24 hours or something like that after the Wallace Day thing. She was like, hey, I'm happy for Wallace Day. I'm sorry I was busy, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. um, it is what it is. Um, I don't, again, I don't give a shit because you already lost me as a fan for that show. I don't care. I'm not going to go back and watch it just to maybe see fucking a new Batwoman come back or the original. And just, he lost me. Like it just sucks. Like some shows do that. And like so even, cool. so again, we all, not we all, but me and you said that this is quite possibly a pandering move just to say, Hey, we have a black lead, right? Mm -hmm. They canceled the crossover. And that was of course due to COVID, but there was supposed to be a crossover between Superman and Batwoman. Oh, really? Yes. Instead of the Supergirl one, we never even got that one, right? No, we did. But a friend brought up a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. There could have been a moment between Clark and Ryan talking about being alienated, literally, with mm-hmm. Clark being an alien and Ryan being a person of color. Yeah. They could have been, they could have written some really good dialogue between the two. Yeah. And they decided not to do it. Yeah. I think they missed an opportunity of doing the world's finest. Like, yeah. it was, yeah. I was, I was excited when just when they gave us that little bit from the crossover, when they shook hands. And they were like, when, world's when, finest. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want it. Like, I just want that. And again, because we talk about this and everybody's like, eh, people don't respect females. I know. I didn't give a shit that it wasn't Batman or Superman. I was like, that's Supergirl and fucking Batwoman. And they're going to do world's finest. I fucking want it. Nothing to do with propaganda or all this other bullshit. No, I just wanted that. And you didn't fucking give it to me. Like, you know what I mean? So don't come over here and be like, people hate it because uh, she's black or whatever. It's like, no, it's just fucking shitty writing. And you're just making it so convoluted. Like, it doesn't fucking make sense. Because then what if people like What's-Her-Name when she comes back? Are they going to do the uh, typical CW thing where, like, we're going to keep both both of them, but Ryan's going to be like, you know what? I was never really Batwoman. I'm something better. And she's going to be a new hero. You know what I mean? Where they give her her own suit and she's something and, different. 
But that's the problem. Okay, the show is called Batwoman. If your yeah. main character becomes something more or something yeah. else, you bring back Kate Kane. Kate Kane is now the headliner. Yeah. And Ron, Ryan Wilder is off maybe For in sure. a spinoff. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just and, and the problem is we as like CW fans, uh, not including Juice here, just because yeah. I know that you have pretty much died off the train. Um, is Superman good, by the way? Yes, Superman is very good. I need to catch up on the last two episodes, but it is fucking amazing. Mm. It actually has really good cinematography. Yeah, it has some CW lines, but it's a really good show. Mm. The idea that most of us have, though, is, yeah, we probably have maybe another year and a half of CW, DC CW, probably. Oh, yeah, I, I, I think that either a year and year and a half or mm. maybe two years. Um, we, as a, as a fandom mm. think that a uh, flash will be next to jump off because black lightning is on its last season. Yeah. Um, oh, Supergirl, isn't it? Supergirl is premiering, I think this week. Uh, and I, we think that flash will be the next one. Uh, Superman and Lois will probably last maybe three seasons. Uh, and the last one to jump off the ship will be Legends. Oh, God. I forget that show's still going. Yeah. Oh, it's my God. Although I love, crazy. what's her name? I love White Canary, but I just, I can't just watch But, like, all, all of their, like, hit characters are leaving the show. So, oh, I think. White Canary, too? Uh, White Canary, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Katie, Katie Lultz. No, no, no. She is mm-hmm. still on the show. But, like, the person who played uh, Heat Wave. He's mm-hmm. he's leaving. This is his last season or whatever. He's filmed his last scene already. Yeah. Um, Brandon Routh left last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the guy who plays uh, Steel or mm-hmm. not Steel. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name, but basically the Colossus yeah. dude. Um, I think he's talked about possibly leaving. Like, like the show is breaking apart. Yeah. And yeah, that show lost me with that stupid furry thing. Yeah, uh, Bebo. Bebo. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It, it was just, it was too much. They, they jumped, they Elvis, or uh, they jumped the shark on that shit. Fonzie. Yeah, and I, I just, I think that like what you, what you did was you went too crazy in the beginning. Yeah. You know, with this universe where you should have kind of taken it slow, you could have just had Arrow and Flash for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then jump into other shows once they started to like die off. Yeah. I mean, I I know a lot of people bitch and complain about Supergirl, but I think Supergirl had some of the most real stories. Yes. Um, you know, like when And it worked for them. Yeah, no, like uh they did the whole gun fucking violent thing, you know, with uh, I that's when I jumped off unfortunately. They were it looked like it was getting good. Uh they had the whole Latino thing that was like the lesbian stuff was really heavy for somebody that's grown up in a Latino household. Like that's pretty rough. Like they had a you know. trans superhero on their yeah. show. Like they they did a whole bunch of stuff, and yeah. a lot of people were like, "Oh, this this show is so leftist," and blah blah yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. But it's more like, hey, they they see problems that are going out in the world, and they're confronting them, and they're yeah. like, talking and that's about what it. I enjoyed about it. Yeah. Um. And again, I I said Supergirl was really good. Granted, that first season totally Captain Marvelled it, or I should say captain marvel supergirl it because yeah. that first season was really shit i was like no you just show us amazing badass women and we'll watch like that's all you need to do 
Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the Batwoman thing because that was just ridiculous. We had talked about it so long ago. And, um, you know, it was just interesting to see see that happen. But, um, yeah, so I think that's all of the entertainment news, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no. Oh, did, we covered this last time, right? We said the game got delayed. I think we said it at the end of the podcast. Yes. yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's definitely done. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to jump over to comics now. Uh, which we have not covered in a while. I do kind of want to go through... I spent the last few days reading comics again for the first time because I didn't read one single comic during that pan- that whole Panic Attack month that I was off. So coming back to comics, one, it felt different because I had watched so much anime. And I was just like, oh, this is definitely two different things. They feel different. Um, but it was nice to catch up on a lot of stuff. I will say... I read Joker number one, which came out a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a decent story. Like, I didn't hate it. Um, I thought it was intriguing the way they're writing Gordon. It's kind of that old school, like, he's going after his boogeyman story. You know, we've yeah. seen it before, but I was intrigued. I was like, okay, because he's awful. He's like offered basically $25 million to find Joker. And the dilemma is if you find him, we want you to kill him. And. They've also said they're like, we don't want any superheroes involved. So it's literally Gordon going after Joker. So I'm like, intrigued. Okay. Well, there's there's this one character. I think it's in this one mm-hmm. um, where you see, well, the banditos is the, or the banditos or whatever. Uh, they are the referenced. People? Yeah, they're referenced yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the very end of this comic, there is this giant of a person. Yeah, that's Bane, right? Everybody yeah. is. Everybody thinks it's Bane. Yeah, it has to be. Because uh, he even asked, like, who's this guy? And she's like, you don't need to know that. Yeah. It has to be. Um, he has, like, if you look at the goggles, they're very reminiscent of the of the old school goggles when he wore yeah. the luchador mask. Mm-hmm. So, Which is the best Bane. Oh, it is. It very yeah. much is. Uh, but also, uh, spoiler alert, the very first solicits for Joker number one mentioned mm-hmm. that this was a race between Bane and Gordon going after Joker. Oh, so unfortunately that kind of ruined it for people who were paying attention to the solicits. Oh, so it's not Bane. I guess it could be. It could be. I just, but, it would be weird for him to hire Gordon unless he's tailing Gordon to help him find Joker to yeah. kill him. To, oh. to kind of get his revenge. Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, so again, if you don't know, that was Tynan that wrote that. So I know we have a kind of weird Tynan uh, bias here, but I thought that was interesting. Um, his Batman still isn't, because uh, I read 106, and that is just garbage. Damn, what was that? That <laughs> was my that dog. Okay. <laughs> um, I still don't enjoy Batman. Uh, I told this, I texted this to Clay when I was reading it. I was like, I'm pretty sure Ghostmaker wants to fuck Bruce. Yeah, like the whole, like, my problem with, with that whole story. With I just think that's what I think. My whole problem with that storyline, though, was before Future State came around, mm-hmm. there was this whole important scene that Bruce was never allowed to see uh, Ghostmaker's face. Yeah. And now they're all buddy-buddy. Dude, Ghostmaker and Jason Todd would be, like, dude bros together oh yeah for sure yeah um so yeah i'm not i'm not a big fan of the current batman run i will say um 
it it is going full-blown anime it feels like at this point mm-hmm. the the scarecrow redesign i like it but i would like it more if i saw that in an anime and especially coming off of watching a month of anime and if that was in an anime like a samurai anime i'd be like oh dude that's just fucking amazing but see i think i would like it more if there was a reasoning behind it yeah exactly um and then so here's the thing i did not read uh frontier or whatever infinite frontier number one or whatever which issue zero a day and i didn't pay attention to any of that so i'm so lost because i read so much batman and a a day is mentioned in everything yeah and apparently the artists are not talking to each other because there are there's batman with money it seems like in the Batcave, and there's Batman without money, uh, but they all mention A Day. So I'm like, multiverse, different types of Batman that all have A Day. Apparently, like, yeah, it's it's. I told you, like, it's it's the one thing that they should have never dealt with. I understand that yeah. they wanted to like give the money to uh, the Fox family, mm-hmm. but like, it just unfortunately just didn't work out as far as like the best storytelling when it comes to Bruce, you know? So they should have just never touched it. Yeah. And the funny thing, again, we always say this, Tom King did the same thing, but he just went back to the old suit. He was like, you know what? I'm going back to the old suit because that was my like rawest point. And I'm going to try to find that guy again. And he just did it through that, but he kept all the money, did everything, but it's so convoluted. And like, it's ridiculous. Um, I also read urban legends. Number one. I only read the red hood story. I don't give a shit about anything else. Okay. Um, um, that was interesting. I don't know if the Red Hood story was with Chip Sadarsky, though. It was. Uh, it was? So, so how was that? Because I, I, I didn't get the chance to read it. So I started doing this interesting thing. Um, I am writing uh, something every day. It's my new thing that I'm doing. Okay. Uh, I've been listening to this book, uh, audio book called uh, Atomic Habits. And it's okay. like, if you want to do a thing, it says do it every day. Even if it's just like a sentence, it's like, my character wears a blue shirt. Like, even, no matter what it is, you write something. So okay. I started keeping a, a daily journal. But if I don't write in the journal, I have to write in one of my comic books. So I've been doing that. But I also decided to take one of these old books I have. And um, I forgot who it – I think you had sent me the podcast about that one guy, the Power Rangers writer, talking yeah, about how Tom King writes yeah, yeah. a story within each of his issues or whatever. Yeah. Well, I've been going back trying to read my old stuff to make sure I also do that. So I'm like looking over my old shit. I'm like, oh, I do it in some things, but sometimes I feel like I don't. So anyways, I was like, you know what I'm going to start doing now is I'm going to ask that question after every comic book I read now. So every comic book I read, I write down what is the story and I try to write it out. So like, um, yeah, so I did that with Tom King's uh, Rorschach. uh, I don't know if I did it with Batcat. I did it with Rorschach. I did it with Tinian's... um, freaking batman so urban legends is with chip sadarsky because i write down who wrote the book too and yeah so the interesting thing about that one is it's red hood like and obviously this is going over i think six issues i think that's what's going to be um and in that one red hood is kind of like flashing back to like it's basically red hood always trying to like live up to being batman but he he fails to be batman you know what i mean and yeah. like he just he he tries to do like he doesn't want to be like Batman, but he always finds himself being like Batman. Like tr- he he tries to save a kid here, and um, what happens is 
like normally you would think Red Hood's such a badass, whatever, he wouldn't give a fuck about a kid, but Batman would. So he's like, I'm gonna protect you because like I don't want you to end up like me or whatever. And at the end, he fucking fucks it up because Red Hood kills a guy. Or he shoots a guy at the end, and he's like, fuck. And Batman's not working with him because Barbara's like, hey, Red Hood's also working on, they're trying to find some drugs, like this new drug that's out there. Yeah. And Batman, Barbara's like, hey, uh, Red Hood's working on this if you want to know. He's like, I'm not going to work with him. He's a murderer. Which, again, is kind of convoluted because, like, I know that they weren't friends, but I know at the end of Red Hood, he went back to Gotham, and then didn't he just help them in Joker War? So, like, it's very confusing on where this continuity is, but then again, I guess continuity doesn't fucking matter anymore. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, Batman says he's a murderer, and then he's like, I'll figure this out on my own, you know, Bruce being Bruce. So, uh, it's interesting. So, Urban Legends number one was pretty good. I think Urban Legends number two comes out next week. I think I believe so, or maybe the following. I don't know. We get so many books in advance now. I'm so lost. Well, the reason why we got so many in advance uh, here recently is because Easter is actually really freaking early this year oh. in April. So okay. because of, because of the holiday, they wanted to send us it early, and that kind of fast tracks the next week as well. Gotcha. Um, so lucky for us, we have three weeks in advance. Yeah, um, I've read. I am all. I am reading all of them tonight, as far as the ones that we need to read. Yeah. Um just because I have been very lax because we haven't been recording. Yeah. Um it feels like I'm reading comic books for the very first time. And it's yeah. like, oh man, this is a lot. Uh so. Man Bat is still good. I haven't read Man Bat 3 yet though. Um so I read one in, or read two because I don't think we covered one. Or no, we uh, didn't. We didn't. We didn't cover mm-hmm. two. Two was good though, because it's him getting like caught by the Suicide Squad. Thought that yeah. was awesome. Uh I'm I'm trying to go back. Um I've already read Batcat 4, which we that's still like two weeks out. I No, that's uh, next week. Oh, is it already next week? Yeah, so that yeah. we'll be talking about the next week. Um Rorschach was really good. I liked six, I think. Fuck, I need to I need to go I need to um, read because n- not next week, but two weeks from now mm-hmm. is Rorschach seven, I think. Yeah, so Rorschach, we kind of get some answers on a relationship that was that we've been questioning in that book and i think the way tom king handled it was really nice um so that happened oh yeah tom in two weeks we get tom taylor's batman detective oh yeah did you see um somebody made a joke because it's always tom taylor tom king mentioned that um something about since he's writing nightwing which nightwing was really good and so was catwoman Catwoman um, was really good. Catwoman was really, really good. Um, Nightwing's second issue, well, technically 89, mm-hmm. um, isn't even out yet, and it's already getting a second printing. Yeah, because people love the dog. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, you have to vote for his name, actually. Oh, really? Uh, I think if you go onto any of Tom Taylor or DC uh, mm-hmm. social media, the link will be there. Nice. Um, and you can like submit either submit a name or you can vote on a name. Yeah. Well, somebody had made a joke that, like, um, didn't you kill Nightwing? And they tagged Tom Taylor. And he was like, did I? And then, but it's Tom King. No. No, Tom Tom King's the one that killed him. Or shot him. Like, he, you know what I mean? So, 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 so. But I know he killed him in Injustice. Yeah. 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 I hated the way he did that, too. 
but freaking um, fell on the rock. Yeah, of all things, right? <laughs> supposed to be an acrobat, and he fucking uh, did instantly. <laughs> but um, it was like a joke to like getting shot, like basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I still love that that freaking banter is going back and forth. But um, so Nightwing's been really good. Catwoman was really good. Uh, so yeah, there has been a lot of stuff that we did not cover over the last month that was actually really interesting to read and catch up on. And so. and I will say, since Infinite Frontier, um, I have not been keeping up with a whole bunch of solicits. Mm-mm. A lot of this stuff is brand new to me. Yeah, and this is something that I always usually like in the very beginning of like a revamp of either DC or Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, let's hope that DC kind of keeps it up. Yeah, um, this is a lot of new writers that are jumping in there. A lot of TV stuff, a lot of movie stuff, a lot of yeah. random stuff. Uh, as far as writers go, mm-hmm. um, I'm digging it. I read Second Son, the first issue. Uh, it was interesting because that's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah. yeah, it didn't feel like anything we read in Future State, and we got his fucking past. Yes. So like, it makes sense on like, oh, that's why he can be Batman. So he was doing some interesting shit. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but uh, he was doing some interesting shit and. Um, yeah, but I will say, going back to my book thing, though, it was very hard for me to ask what the story was in that book. Mm-hmm. It just felt like, you know what, his he's probably writing, like, one story. Like, his, his story is going to be from the beginning to end, opposed to being where, like, he's telling a story within that and yeah. also progressing the bigger story. Yeah. So, yeah, because I was like, uh, I don't know what to write for this in my book. <laughs> um, I just made up some random shit um but yeah so there's been a lot of batman stuff out there uh one thing that happened that we didn't get to talk about and we stopped covering the book a long time ago but uh batman the animated series the adventures continues is coming back with the second season with the court of owls right yes yes Yes. i am still i am still subscribed to it on comiXology so i will be getting it immediately when it uh comes out i'm really excited about that Right now, Truth and Justice uh, is coming out, which is also a digital first book. Um, Starting with issue 10, Mm -hmm. 11, and 12 is a Jason Todd Joker story. So whoever wants to check that out, I will be downloading it later tonight. Like I said, I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of reading tonight into the early hours of the morning because I have to do a lot of recording on uh, Monday and Wednesday of next week. and i don't have a whole bunch of time to do it in between that so i'm gonna do a lot of reading uh tonight and tomorrow nice um but yeah anyways i wanted to catch up on a lot of that stuff um because it's you know it has been so long and i know we do have a big uh comics audience that listens to this podcast so um i do we're gonna talk about two main books today which is black and white batman we'll talk about our favorite stories from that and then of course detective comics but I do want to pinpoint, uh, we had a Harley Quinn story start, and we had a Harley Quinn story end, which was the, obviously, Sean Murphy's um, freaking white White Knight. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad this is over. What do you feel about the new costume? The black and white one? Yeah. It was okay, but it's it is- just... Because, it, it's basically like hey i'm a part of the bat family now yeah you oh i don't have it it's in my case over there but it's literally the red and white one in black and white yeah, it's it was the, the new exclusive yeah, yeah that's all it was i was like i already have that toy so fuck it 
Um, yeah, I didn't really care about this. I didn't think anything was great. Um, she essentially, yeah, she's in the Bat family because Bruce gave her a house with a Bat cave and a hyena. Like, all right. I didn't keep up with this story, and I'm pretty sure Bruce is still in prison, so they didn't fuck in this book, which I'm very surprised didn't happen. But maybe there was like a hidden conjugal visit in there that we just don't know about. Um, but yeah, like I was thought that's what this book was going to be about. Um, but I, yeah, I just didn't give a shit. Um, cause she is wearing black Batman colors. Like even her yeah. like belts yellow and stuff. This book lost me. I think what we just automatically jumped off with that stupid T fight with Neo Joker, yeah. right? That's when we stopped. Yeah. Doing the book. Mm-hmm. Very first yeah. issue. So, um, yeah, we, we stopped caring about this book. I'm glad it's over. I don't really care about the future of this book either. Um, and yeah, it, it's just like, what do you call it? Uh, it's, this is essentially a fan service book for people that love the animated series. And that's all it is. Basically. And, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's, I don't think the story is that great. Then we had uh, Harley Quinn start up a new Harley Quinn series with, I think, finally new writers. But unfortunately, I do not like this art. So I will not really care about reading this. Yeah. It's, it uh, is that a uh, classic artist that always does like Tinian's weird ghost stories. Yeah. Uh, Riley Rosmo. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Harley's new outfit, though? Because this debuted in Batman 106, which we didn't cover. Um, I don't remember what it looked like. Let me open it real quick. So it's like kind of it gives me um like grease lightning type vibes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's it's I mean it's I think it's cute. Like if a girl wore this out, like just out, I think it would look really cute. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Cause it's like some high waisted pants and like a tube top or crop top or whatever Uh, they call it. Yeah in her just in her colors with the diamonds and stuff i think it looks cool and then she just has a bat um but obviously if you go look at uh jimenez's drawing it looks amazing uh it looks yes. weird here jimenez's now, drawing of it is amazing i will say and a lot of people can compare the the whole idea of like if you have another hero or somebody that is the draw to your comic in mm-hmm. the very first issue there's a problem um, seeing the fact that there is a whole lot of Batman in this first issue, yeah, I'm just like, like, kind of, it doesn't really worry me because I, I didn't even read it in the first place. Yeah, but I just, I'm kind of bothered by like, even if it wasn't a Harley book, if it was anything, and like they're just like, hey, Batman needs to be in 95% of this. Yeah, it's no longer that book. It's a Batman book. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And we know, like, as much as I love Batman, he does overtake everything. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's when you don't, you're not allowing things to shine when you fucking do that. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, and it sucks because like the art took me out of it so much that I feel like this isn't like from just looking at the, what happens in the panels, it doesn't look like it's a wacky Harley Quinn story. It looks like they're trying to tell an actual Harley Quinn story, but the art is so off putting to me that I don't care. Because, like, in the other Harley Quinn that's that weird bubbly kind of drawing, she's, like, fucking people, like, out of nowhere and going to visit God and fucking going to hell and shit. Like, she's doing weird, wacky, Deadpool-level things. And I don't really care about that kind of Harley. 
Um, this one looks like it's going to try to tell a genuine story, but I just, I don't know why they give Harley Quinn these weird artists sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's off-putting to me. Um, so anyways, those are the two Harley Quinn things. Um, so did you read Black and White? I did not get the chance to. Um, I am really interested in reading some of these stories, though, just because they have some of my favorite artists. Um, I just want to highlight in the very beginning, there is a pinup by Simone D'Amio, mm-hmm. a great artist. He's the one that did the art for the Future State Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Power Rangers. Awesome art here with Batman. But uh, yeah, the, yeah, that's amazing. That's been going around Twitter like crazy. The, the stories I want to read here will be the uh what is it the there's one with the female robin that i mm-hmm. really want to read and then there's cool. a uh uh who is this is this uh the nick bradshaw chip Zdarsky with poison ivy and then the Dan- daniel uh daniel warren johnson uh where you have batman like fucking strung up and beaten with two-face those yeah. are the, the three stories that I'm really interested in just because I'm very familiar with those artists mm-hmm. and I just really enjoy them. Um, but here's a question for you. This is issue, what, five? Mm-hmm. Right? No, this is four. We have yep. two more issues. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this volume of Black and White? Because there's an older volume that we said mm-hmm. once, right, like right when this whole book came out, we said there's another volume on Comixology. It's free for anybody who wants to read it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had read any of those. No, it has one of my favorite stories in it. Okay, so you have. Comparatively, like, is this a hit or a miss for the entire run that you've read so far? I feel like I've liked one story out of each book. Um, but I will say, I feel like the old black and white and the the reason why I love the old black and white is it had this two face story where he dated twins or something like that. Oh yeah. Fucked up story, but it didn't have Batman in it. If I remember correctly, it was all Mm -hmm. about two face. And I was like, that was amazing. And, um, it's funny though. I will say this black and white has inspired me to write an eight page Batman story just to do it. Because all of these stories are eight pages. I was like, yeah. I, I want to try that. And they're never like, it's just a solidified story in eight pages. You don't have to overthink this crazy 25-issue arc or anything like that. It's just a solid story in eight issues. And I feel like that's a good practice for anybody that wants to be a comic book writer. Um, because sometimes they're like, give us a story in three pages. And so it's like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. you know. And so like, I wanted to like test myself with this. So I will say it inspired me. I will give it props on that. But um, yeah, in this one, I wouldn't say there was a story that really stood out to me. I did like the last story because it's a detective story. Mm-hmm. And I'm always a sucker for detective stories. The Chip Zdarsky one is cool. But it it it's it kind of plays on, Har- uh, on Ivy always being the like... You know, I want to save the world and the plants and the... But she always has, like, an arterial motive. And Bruce, like, shuts it down. Or Batman shuts it down. Yeah. And I was like, I've read that a million times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I didn't really like that. Although, like, again, I, I liked his Red Hood story. Because I guess Chip Zdarsky is doing a lot of DC again now or something. Yeah. I, I, this is the most that I've seen him in yeah. since New 52. So... Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad he's writing again for DC because he's amazing. Um. 
but yeah, the the cool thing, the the Robin Girl one was an interesting story. I enjoyed that one because I was like, first of all, who the fuck's this Robin? Um, and two, it was like there's like a seance that happens in it. And so Batman essentially does detective work in two different eras, kind of. And so it's interesting. Um, So, and it it happens kind of quick. So it's not like super in depth, but you know how analytical Batman is. Um, And so like he essentially figures out the murder and solves, but then finds it like the evidence in his time at the end of it. Oh, that's intense. So, like, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like, so there were some good stories in there. But to answer your question, no, I don't think this is as good as the other one. Um, also, since, again, always because my life is just weeb life now, um, I don't know <laughs> why manga black and white looks so much better than comic black and white. Well, the the reason that is, and I've had a discussion about this, manga does shades of gray. Mm, and the okay. shadows of gray this is pure black and white okay there's no shades of gray sense. okay your dog is going off on that toy huh yeah sorry <laughs> about that it's all good just in case anybody hears that in the background he's he's, uh, he's stressed out i yeah. I, i've been i've been in here for a while but we're, we're about <laughs> okay. to end it here yeah yeah uh, and then but so, yeah. detective i did read detective mm-hmm. um I haven't read Batman and Superman. I will t- be completely honest. I didn't read that either. I opened up this book and saw that it was only 14 pages mm-hmm. because they tell two stories at the exact same time on each page. One is a Superman story. One is a Batman story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't open that. And it just completely turned me off to even wanting to read it. Um, yeah. And then at the very last page, there is like an in comic reason why the story looks like uh, like film, like mm-hmm. developed film or whatever. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Nice. But Detective, I will say. Uh, Mariko Tamaki has picked up her game. Yeah, this was a good issue. This was a good issue. Yeah. Now, I'm a little curious as of why. uh uh freaking oh my god my dog man uh uh what is the mayor's name uh oh, Nico the, or Nico or something like that I can't remember his name yeah uh but his his security guy at the very mm-hmm. end oh that, yeah, yeah yeah that's something I want to be like what the fuck is up with him like yeah I want to say that maybe he's got it he's part of the magistrate so he wants to make this happen so yeah. it could be that because somebody we learned that the magistrate got offered to the mayor and the mayor was like not happening. Yeah. And so um, also in this story, Batman saves them all again. Like, of course, like he always does. And of course, he's like, ah, this fucking Batman, blah, blah, blah. So this guy could be working with the magistrate. We don't know yet. But it did seem like he committed murder to another character that we had just met today or in this issue his wife um looks like we're assuming she was kidnapped and And then possibly murdered because his arms are just yeah splattered blood yeah um but i i dig like we know that huntress is coming she is there at the very first page uh Mm -hmm. it kind of like highlights her um but we don't see her at all after that 
Um, yeah. She is going to be more. She's going to show up more in the story later. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Moore like has crazy covers with her and stuff. Yeah, too. Dan Moore has been highlighting a lot of the future covers with her. Um, this book looks amazing. Like I've always been yeah. a fan of Dan Moore's since Power Rangers. Um, this man deserved a Batman book, and sure. he has given it justice. Yeah, no, it it looks amazing. I love that we got a little bit more of Bruce Wayne. I feel like a lot of writers do not focus on Bruce Wayne enough. Yes. And we got to see his socialite life. And obviously, Bruce, I always think Bruce is in his 30s. And now that I'm in my 30s, I just like to say we're the same age around that time. Uh, <laughs> but like, I always assume he's always been in there. Nightwing's always in his early 20s, stuff like that. Um, but it looks like he's getting hit on by like a 20 year old or something like that. But everybody knows Bruce Wayne, right? Like powerful yeah. men are always like, oh, hey, what's up? And this is a socialite girl that is having a party. And she's like, Bruce lives next to her. And she's like, I, we're having a party. You should come over, like neighbors, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, Brucey. And um, so he goes and we get to see him interacting with these other people. My thing is, again, I thought he didn't have money. Like, what the fuck? And and that's the thing. Like, he even says at the very beginning of this book, he's like, yeah, I don't have any money, but I've always had a table at these events. Yeah. And then later on... Like he he brings in like neighborhood. It's a swanky neighborhood, and then he brings like a very important bottle of like alcohol. I don't even think it's champagne. Um, and there's a journalist that's like scotch, and and he and she says, "Oh, scotch, Bruce Wayne, you should have." Yeah. Um, and even Bruce later on says, "Man, if 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 you weren't like something, we would be best friends or something like Mm -hmm. that." Um. Which is kind of cool. I, I like that he is being social. He's trying yeah. to live like a normal life, kind of, you know, show face. Mm-hmm. Um, just like how the old Bruce Wayne you probably would have. Yeah. Because um, it's always nice to make appearances. I feel like that's something sure. that Alfred would have told him to do. And so he's making the initiative. Yeah, he always forced him to do it. Exactly. Uh, I'm not obviously I'm not going to get anything away, but there is a nice Bruce Wayne social light moment in Bad Cat 4 that I really appreciate it. That Tom mm-hmm. King did, so that's gonna be kind of cool. But yeah, I've always loved this whole Bruce Wayne aspect because, like, one, it's crazy enough to just be Batman, but he also has to be Bruce Wayne, who is the number one man in Gotham, and that's always been appealing. And I think is what's always been so relatable to Batman is that you're like, this guy fights crime and saves people all day and still has a fucking day job, like that's yeah. insane. And so I've always enjoyed that aspect. And I feel like a lot of people always get away from Bruce or they just keep him at the mansion. And that's all he does. I'm just yeah. at the mansion. I'm just doing shit, eating cucumber sandwiches. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we don't have Alfred anymore. So I'm glad that he's out here doing this kind of stuff. But I will say Future State has just kind of like, what was the fucking point? Like, so it was mainly what future state was was like hey let's distract you while we write these stories yeah that's what that was but also it gives the readers something in the back of their head because mm-hmm. the whole point of this especially with uh infinite frontier the whole point was cuz uh infinite frontier issue 0 wonder woman acknowledges basically Everything that we read in Infinite in, or in Future State was a vision that Wonder Woman was having. Yeah. 
Wonder Woman knows about every single thing that happened in Future State. And she's like, how do we stop this? What's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. And the cosmic entities basically told her, it's up to these heroes. It's up to you. Like, you have to change the future if you don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. So it keeps us as the readers engaged in like, okay, what decisions do they have to make in order to stop that future or to go forward towards it? So I think that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And Infinite Frontier is actually going to be a six issue series. Uh, issue one comes out, I believe, at the end of April. So who's writing that? Um, I don't Snyder? know. No, it's Joshua Williamson. Oh, uh, but uh, Brian Hitch is doing the uh art for it i believe while mitch gerard is doing the variant covers for him Mm, interesting and it's Uh, like a whole multiverse thing like as far as like the they it's like a multiverse justice league going like and and figuring out what the fuck's happening Mm -hmm. yeah one of the biggest points i made here is um you know they made such a big deal about the black batman and it was hinted at in the Batman run, which we saw that in an issue or Joker War or whatever, which made it seem yeah. like it was going to be Luke. Yeah. Because um, he showed up in his Batwing stoop and all, stuff and all that jazz. And now he's just pushed to digital first. Mm-hmm. Like he should show up in Detective or in something else that's not Future State. Like he did in Future State. He was all over that. But I think if they were smart, I genuinely think that because Mariko Tamaki has like, of course she is a person of color, Mm -hmm. but she is playing along more so with the fact that Bruce is kind of this new socialite person and nothing more. Yeah. Um, Bring him there Mm -hmm. and have him try to be Batman, like in the very beginnings of what he would be as a Batman, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be interesting. Um, so at the end of this, we get the Robin comic. I and... have something to say about this because it didn't fucking hit me until you texted me. Uh-huh. Oh, so, say it. well, this this whole thing, well, it talks about, uh, it, it's the end reveal. So let's mm-hmm. talk about the fact that, like, the the first Robin, uh, uh, what would you call it, a backstory or whatever, yeah. um, ended with this whole cliffhanger that Talia wanted him to kill one of these um, assassins uh, from assassins Lazarus. of Lazarus or whatever. Yeah. Um, a new assassin group, whatever. But you texted me and were like, are we getting like anime Damien? Like, what the fuck is this? There's a mm-hmm. tournament going to happen. Um, and then it immediately jumps into like, what would I, I would assume is some sort of bat cave. Yeah. And these are Lazarus assassins. Mm-hmm. And there is this hooded guy that is fighting these people and completely like destroying them. Yeah. And this person says, what better way to take out a Robin than with a hawk? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm such a fucking dumbass. This is the legitimate return of Connor Hawk. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. It like I was literally just sitting here texting you when you were talking to me, mm-hmm. and then like I set my phone down and I was like, Oh fuck, that's yeah. Connor. 
and I didn't even fucking connect two and two until you texted me. Mm-hmm. This is Oliver Queen's son. Yeah. He has not been around since before New 52. Mm-hmm. So um, it's literally been almost, it, it, it has been 10 years yeah. since we have seen anything with Connor Hawk. Yeah. I texted Clay that um, I was, because we know that Tynan is heavily inf- influenced by anime. We've already talked about that a million times on our thoughts on that. Uh, I assume he's working with Joshua Williamson, or I should say Williamson is working with Tynan since Robin is involved and you know he's probably going to get used in the batman run at some point or maybe not we don't know so i'm assuming they talk to each other and i was saying is williamson doing the anime thing too because what's happening in this robin story is there's essentially going to be what i assume is a death tournament and robin is going to have a tournament arc which if you've ever watched a freaking fighting anime you know that they always have a tournament arc if you watch God of High School, they said, fuck you, we're opening with the tournament arc. So, like, that is what, like, the biggest, it's always season two, usually, too. Um, mm-hmm. There's always a tournament arc, and it seems like that's what Damien's going to go through. So, he's probably going to have to overcome a bunch of fighting for, like, two or three issues, and he's going to meet Connor Hawk in the finals. And we're going to probably have this epic battle. Um, so, yeah, like, it seems like a cool idea, but... I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, I still think it's very weird that Damien, and this might just be Williamson's writing, but he switches from like calling her mom and Talia. Like, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people that have been uh, pointing that out. Yeah. Uh, I will say, although the writing is kind of convoluted with all of that, mm-hmm. um, I dig this art. Yeah. I really dig this art. I don't know why. Um, I did not like the mask that Damien was wearing, but when he yeah. jumps out of the helicopter and you mm-hmm. see what he looks like then, really, really awesome. And then this sequence with Connor Hawk fighting mm-hmm. these people, and then that last page looks amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like the mask. I've never been a fan of masks that hang off your face. Because it I always think that it's just gonna poke your like if you look down to pick something up, it's just gonna poke you right in the shins. Yeah, and the uh, collarbones and stuff. So I can understand that with a helmet, like a helmet looks cool because you can take off a helmet. Like I always think of like Leonidas or something like that with those pointy helmets. Like it looks cool. But a mask? Like I always hated when they draw Nightwing with a pointy thing like that. Oh, the, the old school one? Yeah, yeah, I hate it. Um, So, like, I don't know. So, I, I'm not digging that mask. Uh, apparently, he's supposed to have a bunch of outfit changes anyways. Um, But you know what? Like, if if anybody were to go through an anime-style kind of thing, Damien might be the best one to be able to do this with. You know what I mean? Because, oh, yeah. like, he doesn't really get used in any other way. And I don't know. I just... I just wish it wasn't of like, I hate my father kind of thing. Like, just do something different, man. Like, I'm fucking tired of that. Yeah. Um, and then he, of course, he didn't kill here. So I hope, I hope that they steer away from the I hate my father thing and clearly just make it a Damien story. Yeah. Trying to find himself because mm-hmm. that was the whole point. Like, he lost his way when witnessing Alfred dying. Like, that yeah. completely changed him. Yeah. So, if they want to give him a um uh fuck is it Todoroki? What is his name from My Hero? 
Todoroki, yeah. Yeah, they want to give him that fucking arc and just replace him as Damien, I'm fine. Because he has daddy issues, too. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Like, no shit. Like, I yeah. am totally fine with that. Yeah. So if they want to just tell that fucking story, and then, like, you know, he's like, I'm not my father, but then eventually, all right, I'm cool. My father's cool. Like, you know, I'm cool yeah. with that. Um, Because, like, to, to make Dane, I understand, like, all of these characters want to be their own men, but I think you can only do those stories once, and Nightwing did it perfectly. So having all these other guys, like, I don't want to yeah. live in my father's shadow, like, come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and then maybe that's like, I don't know, like Nightwing already did it perfectly. You can't fucking surpass that. And obviously one of them loves to kill. So it's just like, all right, he's going this way. He's not, I'm the estranged son. And then Damien's like, well, I'm the actual son. So I'm just a dick. And I'm also the baby. Like the baby's always the (laughs) asshole. So like, um, but yeah, you just can't always tell that same story. And I just wish it sucks that we don't ever just get, Batman and the Boy Wonder. Like it's been a while. It's been a long while since we've gotten that. Um almost 10 years actually. Yeah. Um I would hope that because continuity doesn't matter, but it continuity actually does matter, whatever the fuck rules they want to make yeah. nowadays. I hope we do get give me a fucking six issue miniseries of yeah. of a Batman Robin team up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Just yeah. like give me something world's finest with superman and john and batman and robin like yeah fucking do that too like i don't care you got super sons already that's continuing in digital first but like yeah i don't know um i'm interested to see what they're gonna go with this but you know williamson is i haven't seen anything great from him for a while so like i have very little faith at this tournament arc which it seems like is going to be great um but you know if he were to make a badass anime kind of story out of this i'd be down but you know we'll wait and see but that's uh that's it that's everything we have this week um i know did you ever get back to your podcast with mark uh i did i did um we are going to take a break again unfortunately um but not gonna be too long i recently got word that the stay at home job that i wanted Mm -hmm. uh is uh possibly going to become a thing like within the next two weeks oh so um unfortunately i may have to drop the uh pet resort that i work at mm-hmm. but you know uh that place was really cool but i just really want to work there from home yeah um, but is this an actual at home job because <laughs> you yes. got screwed last time yes this is an actual at home job um pretty legitimate um I, I say pretty. It is legitimate. Uh, this is something that my fam, uh, uh, parts of my family have worked for uh, for mm-hmm. like ten to seven, seven to ten years or so. Nice. Uh, so there's background for it being legitimate. I'm I am going to be doing it. Uh, but yeah, so Comic Book Legion will we will record, um, but we may have like one random week that we will not record, but we'll catch nice. up the very next week. But uh, there's that. You can catch me, of course, on the Weird Science Marvel podcast. Um, the Rage Journal Alliance podcast. I have been showing up a lot at the uh, Super Silver Servants podcast, uh, which we uh, record live on YouTube every Friday. Uh, and then I also have a, I will go ahead and shout it out here, uh, but there is an interview with the writer of Lucifer, hmm. Joe Henderson. He wrote comic a comic or show. Well, he, uh, well, Lucifer is the show, but he wrote a comic book oh. that is coming out. 
um, just next week called right. uh, Shadecraft. That uh, is coming out, and we did an interview with him. That should be dropping pretty soon on a uh, podcast called World's Finest True Believers. Mm-hmm. So go check them out. That should be coming out pretty soon. Nice, nice, nice. Um, well, for me, I am posting on... I posted for the full week on the Reaction channel, so that's kind of back in swing of things. I have not posted really much on the gaming channel at all, just because that takes a lot more energy than the Reaction channel does, so I'm still trying to get back into that. Um, and I've posted a few TikToks here and there, so you can definitely go check out my link tree to just see where I've been doing a lot of stuff. Um, but for the most part, Reaction channel's up there. Again, I dropped the Suicide Squad trailer reaction, if you guys want to go check that out. It is over on the Juice Reacts channel. But that is where you can check me out. And of course, I have been streaming again, back to the normal schedule. I do not stream for the full four hours yet, but I do stream for about two and a half to three, which has been pretty solid. So still, you can swing by there as well. Uh, Also, come join the Discord. If you guys want to talk to me or Clay, uh, I have been posting the podcast since we've come back in my Discord. So if you guys want to stay up to date on any of my content, there is, I, ooh, you know what? I don't have a link for the Discord in my link tree, but if you go to my YouTube channel, it is in the description of those videos, so you can definitely go check it out. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly! Batman!